0: Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, your first choice for news about Transformers in Australia. That's how we pitch ourselves anyway uh it's a it's a short week this week it's the it's we're currently we're currently recording on april the 13th it is the eve of the easter long weekend which means we're short on news and we're short on hosts so tonight it is actually just myself i'm jason and brad is joining with me joining joining with me you are joining with me brad how you doing? We are one. That's a, that's a, um, that's scary. We are actually the first human uh, Transformers combiner. can the top half. <laughs> <up. laughs> really, I didn't know. The, I didn't know you swang that way. But sure. oh.
1: Jason, how are you, sir? It's been two oh. weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, see, this is what happens when I'm gone for two weeks. Um, I can I come in and I make things awkward.
1: So, uh, There's a yeah, build-up. Uh, There's a build-up, and you just need to release.
0: Yes, uh, that's you're not actually you're not making this any better. Actually, that's <laughs> very strange.
1: Shove on the coal. Shove on the coal.
0: I uh, kind of want to start again, but that's okay. Let's just let's let's just roll with it. Uh, Brad, what what have you been up to this week? Transform and rollout. Ah,
1: oh, I had to try and get out of Melbourne today, and that was a nightmare.
0: You tried. Uh, did you Did you oh, succeed? I, I,
1: I, I was successful eventually. But um yeah, just this last week late into Easter has been hectic.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh look The
1: world's how- gonna be here tomorrow, people
0: relax. <laughs> um yeah you know, I so I actually I have to work this weekend. <laughs> So you know like you, you can talk about you can talk about the last week leading up to Easter being as hectic as you want but yeah uh it's for me it's the next week that's going to be hectic as well or well, the, the next few days too so spare a thought for me while you're enjoying your um I don't know is there an Easter equivalent of eggnog or is it just mm. chocolate eggs I you know yeah. I, I think I think Easter chocolate. I, I think the Easter equivalent of eggnog might just be eggs um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, gooey, me, gooey me, yum yum. <laughs> what's your favourite Easter egg?
1: Oh, it's got to be the Humpty Dumpty. Even oh, though it's really? shrunk.
0: Yeah, you no, the Okay, you okay. No no no, 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 no. Here's the question, right? Has the Humpty Dumpty Easter egg shrunk, or have you grown?
1: <laughs> no, no. It used to be <laughs> an egg. It used to be an egg. I've got one here. It used to be an egg, but now. It's...
0: I don't think like you don't have one here if it's, like, changed.
1: <laughs> no, we opened one up for the kids to savo for dinner. Um, it's not. It's got straight edges on the back of it, so it's squashed. It's mm. not a complete egg. It's actually got straight edges, so it fits in a much smaller box. <laughs>
0: Which... um, I guess I might, so sure... my, my favourite Easter egg is the uh, Daryl Lee Rockley Road egg. Oh. Oh I know. I right? just love
1: yeah. it. I just love a slab of the <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So look, uh that is enough. That's enough Easter banter. I think we can put a check in that box. Just that celebrating. Just, just yeah, letting letting people know that it is Easter. We've done that. And uh yeah. I don't know. Uh, do we have anything we should do before we get on with it?
1: Uh pre thinking would have me an egg here ready to eat, but no. <laughs>
0: How about how about a slight spoiler for a discussion that we're gonna have later on in the show? Someone's got
1: Megatron. I do look at him. Someone there doesn't is. have Megatron. This should be interesting. You Yeah,
0: yeah. i I got Megatron, you don't.
1: So uh, um We need that we need Megatron. that old 80s, the two gloves come together, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Pro con Megatron. Fight it out tonight. go.
0: There has, of course, been much said about Masterpiece Megatron. Uh, Very glad that I've got mine, and uh, we'll talk about them a little bit later on the show. Shall we talk about some news?
1: Let's get into it, shall we?
0: All right. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news.
1: What news comes from Vi
0: Yonder? there's a there is some news um, we said there's not much news and there isn't much news, but there is a little bit of news so uh transformers the Last night is obviously starting to become a big part of the news cycle <laughs> like it or like it or or not i'll I'll just say maybe not or hate it perhaps um there's uh you know there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of news coming out about this movie and it's not gonna it's not going to stop there's what are we? We're about two two months and a week or two out from the release of the movie, and mm-hmm. it's just going to go crazy. They released a new trailer this week. We've got some screenshots from uh, from uh, TFW two thousand five that we're going to look at. Um, before that, though, there was there was actually two mo- two videos released this week. One was a like a thirty second teaser they called "Rethink the Past," and and then there's the uh, the actual official. Um, Movie trailer, which I have an interesting screenshot up on screen of at the moment. Well, let's talk about the "Rethink the Past" video first. Now, this is a this is like a presented as archival footage, and it's about a thirty-second clip of uh, some of the you can you can certainly see robot designs that we're familiar with in there. And then there's this quick voiceover from Anthony Hopkins that feels like they've lifted it from a different part and a different. Uh, from like a different part of the the movie or last night, and it's not really it's not really intended for this uh, this teaser, but they've just sort of spliced it in there because it seems sort of appropriate. Um, what 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 did you see in this video, Brad? You you've actually you've actually only just watched it, um, you know, a few minutes ago. So tell us your hot take.
1: Interesting. I first up, I love all this. This is exactly what I wanted from Revenge of the Fallen. We get some uh, shots of some uh, Autobots pre oh uh, seven. One of them is Bumblebee, which doing a type. Uh, I, want,
0: I, want, I want to into the stop you because you have said pre oh seven, and we don't necessarily know that we don't necessarily know that it's before their arrival on Earth in two thousand seven. Because I mean, like this is presented as archival footage. It could be archival footage taken in the last ten years. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, let's keep let's let's keep going. So, because the implication is, if it is actually footage that features transformers who arrived on Earth in two thousand seven, then it um, makes a bit of a mockery of the arrival in that movie.
1: It also shows bots that arrived afterwards, like Hound.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Hound, Ironhide, Bumblebee. Um, Bumblebee, okay, arrived, or we we think arrived before 07, but Hound was after. Um, Ironhide was after. Um, also a shot of Starscream with a battalion of biplanes, which I thought was absolutely hilarious, considering he still looks like a uh, fighter jet in it, shape. It,
0: it is kind of funny, actually, because that stuff does sort of uh, call to mind IDW's um, evolution, Hearts of Steel. Designs for uh, some of the more steampunk, uh, steampunk esque versions of Transformers, and MMC has been making figures based on that for a while. And I think, although they never actually appeared in the comic, the, um, the Seekers are in fact uh, have you know sort of have a bit of a, a biplane feel to them. Do hmm, you recall when that first came out? Hearts of Steel.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I, I, I actually mistakenly said it as uh, IDW. I think. I think. I think Hearts of Steel was actually Dreamwave. Yeah, let's let's oh, so say that's... let's say about a decade. I can I can pick up my phone and Google it quietly instead of uh, banging away on the computer. But yeah, go on. Pre pre o nine. Um, I don't know. Let's figure it out. Go. You, you can keep going.
1: Well, let's let's just say this is 09, and I absolutely love this little guy. Which, for those listening, is age, uh, Revenge of the Fallen Ransack, a uh, little scout class biplane. Um. <laughs> We got the shot with uh, when Wheelie's looking for the, I think they call them the Sun Harvester Seekers at the time in the movie, Um, and they pick out um, Jetfire to go and revive. We get the photos of the old Transformers, the old A, I think it's an A Model Ford, and uh, some other old bots. Um, Whatever bot that is on the still image for this video seems to have a uh, twin rotor on either shoulder, or something like that.
0: Uh, tra- so Transformers Evolutions: uh, Hearts of Steel was published in 2006. Oh, there you go. Okay, predates it. Hmm. All right. Um Could, could well, could well a- have been an inspiration.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If they were going to look back, it, it was only some stills on the uh, on a projector, so they didn't have to do too much work with it. Um, but I do like, even if this is just a blah piece and nothing's going to come out of it, um, there is a shot of one bot there with a German hat on. He has tank treads for legs. He has a rear tail rotor on one arm and uh, fold-up wings on another, and I am going to call it right now that is Blitzwing. Whether we get, a, get him, whether we get him in the movie, whether it's just a five-second piece in a recap at the uh, at the start, um, I'm I'm going to call out. We have our movie blitzwing, even if it's uh, I, actually, actually that is,
0: uh, that is actually kind of interesting because there is we know there's Nazis in this movie. We've seen them in the trailer. Mm. So if you're gonna if you're gonna bring in the Nazis and you're gonna say that you know Transformers have been fighting alongside people all these years, it's uh, sure. You can have Blitzwing. You can have Blitzwing in World War Two, and uh, he's dead, which explains why he doesn't turn up anymore.
1: And I'm just this is just popping out of my front right now. If the Germans, one of their biggest um, tactics during the war was the Blitzkrieg maneuver. I think so you find that's,
0: I think you'll find that's why Blitzwing is called Blitzwing. But yeah,
1: I was going to say, who better to lead that attack than a military commander, as in Blitzwing.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: And um, so, that's that's just I've only just watched this video tonight On the computer I seen it once during the week and didn't really see that Now I'm looking at it close up So it's probably been mentioned elsewhere Okay I'm not copying But that's uh, if, if others are bringing that up then it's a good sign It's a good sign that we have our movie Blitzwing coming Which I'm excited for
0: It'll be interesting um, Have we actually had triple changes In the movie figures before? Well, we
1: may have a uh, yeah. I don't believe so. Hmm. Uh, doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't matter.
0: Oh, ha- it, doesn't matter. We, it doesn't matter. We have an answer. Let's move on.
1: Yeah, laser laserbeak's <laughs> all over the shop.
0: <laughs> I don't think that matters. The big news this week is that there's a new trailer for. Uh, I nearly went to say Dark of the Moon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was you putting the uh, putting the earworm yeah. in my head earlier. So uh, there is a new trailer for the last night. Um, apparently, all the other thirteen trailers that have been released aren't they're just they're just not enough. So there's a bit of there's a bit more of the footage of the movie that's been making it out this week um, with the IMAX screenings that happened. I think they happened in Sydney last week and people have been sort of sneaking some footage out of that and putting them up on their YouTube channels and the like. So seeing a new, f- seeing a new movie with a lot of new footage is probably quite appropriate. Now, this shot I've got up on here is apparently our first close-up look at Quintessa.
1: I got who- a very arachnid from Prime
0: so i I'm, I'm looking looking at this shot now one thing that we've found with uh, a lot of the screen caps from uh t f w looking at this this trailer is they've got the h d they've got, they've got like a full h d version of this trailer and they've just taken all of these still frames from it and the still frames look gorgeous uh some some, some do some are blurred <laughs> yeah some, some of them some of them are blurred depending on the scene but you know like they're they're rendered like that, like they're rendered with mm. the blur in there, and so uh, you can so you can see here Quintessa seems to have a lot of tentacles making up mm, some Indy of, of her, Yeah, some of her yeah, main form of Yeah, um,
1: and yeah um, so Notice on that, a, last, that last photo before too she didn't have uh, I, I said very human hands which mm-hmm. isn't what we've seen piloting the ships in the, the start of Age of Extinction with the uh, dropping the
0: seeds.
1: Yeah. So whether that that's just an army or like a oh, I've got to stop hitting that keyboard, I'm gonna end the call. Um, <laughs> if that they're just drones or something that are working for her or if she's the queen and they're drones or whatever else. But um, interesting if you go to the next shot, if that's her calling or pulling prime towards her. Like arms out and pulling prime. It's just it's just mm-hmm. a weird, really weird weird pose for Prime and We've um, we've discussed like back when it wasn't cleared. Whoever was doing the Prime statue, that uh, how much we love this Prime design as a robot, not necessarily Prime, but it's a good looking bot design. And um, some of these photos really show show the bot off. Um, that's true. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Cybertronian in the background. Um, it's almost breaching do, do, aliens.
0: Do you reckon that's, you reckon that's Cybertronian? Because like that looks. Almost sort of a bit run down technology to me.
1: It's it's screaming aliens to me. It looks very biomechanical, mm. giger esque without the phallic symbols, like it's um Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: I, I, I see what you mean. Now um is there much we can take from is there much we can take from her presence here? You had an interesting theory about whether this is really Optimus Prime that we're looking at here.
1: Well, we've seen it's not in this trailer. It was in the first two trailers of Prime floating shut down in stasis, whatever, in space, and he is beat to shit. Um, whether this is... They've just reanimated, copied, made a new Prime, and uh, this is her sort of initialising the program, um, bringing back his fort patterns, whatever else, and uh, sending the evil one, because I still...
0: Yep, because yeah. if we go from here, she has a conversation with Prime and then his eyes turn purple. If you're a long-time Transformers fan, you know that uh, when, you, when a bot's eyes change colour, it means they've gone bad.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure all but one uh, example of Nemesis Prime has been a copy or duplicate, never been the original Prime turning bad. Um. <laughs>
0: I, I I have to admit I'm not actually I'm not actually too familiar with the the sort of the Japanese origins of Nemesis Prime. The only time I've ever actually seen Nemesis Prime, I guess, turn up in um, in fiction was in Transformers Prime, where he is in fact a human built copy of Prime and uh, gets destroyed quite quickly. Full
1: disclosure, that's the only reference I'm bringing up as well. <laughs> <laughs> So 100% of all the primes, uh, nemesis primes I know have been duplicates. <laughs> um, but it's also interesting, too, the, the red paint on the side. Um, if we didn't see it on Megatron later, I'd say that that's their identifier to know which prime's the one they created and which one's floating out in space. But um,
0: there's still... So, so lo- looking at this, I know we were talking about what that actually represents earlier, but and I hadn't, I hadn't really... I hadn't really noticed this but it looks to me like the red is almost like blood like it looks like half of prime's face has actually been ripped off because the stuff on and the that, left of that looks the, well the, the stuff on the left of this view looks like you know looks like the prime that we know and the stuff on the right looks much more raw and I'm going to say it, even though it's not real I don't really mean it primal um, the covers the covers are missing. Yeah, yes, no, so I... the cover, the covers are missing on parts of it, but not others. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like it looks like things have been ripped oh. off.
1: Yeah, but that's that substructure there, that's not the outside of the helmet. That...
0: No, that's but some parts of it some parts of it have the same structure on the right and the left. So like yeah. it's possible oh, that it's possible that bad. we're looking at some construction of a prime clone here. You never know.
1: Yeah. Anyway, okay, this is, this, is this is very, very yeah this is very clever editing they um I don't think anyone's got their full hand around what's what's actually happening in this No film. we have
0: um we have we have been we have been talking a little bit about this Cuz if uh, you
1: click on click on that Megatron face yeah that one there Mhm same uh, same okay,
0: deal See, no same, same look red like it looks like part's been ripped off him
1: yeah, looking when I was looking on the iPad today, it actually looked more like the uh Dark and the Moon Megatron where he's actually missing that gouge through his head.
0: Hmm.
1: Where um like Sentinel or someone hit him in the side of the head and or No, it's where um Prime's blade came in and decapitated him, hit him in the side of the head and ripped his head off. So hmm.
0: So yeah, um so it's a good it's a good it's a good look at Megatron and uh Spoiler, mm-hmm. they fight. Um they, this yeah. I, I actually really quite like this look of uh, this look of um Megatron in this shot. it's just like Megatron is having none of your shit.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's sort of the same thing too with uh, Anthony Hopkins and uh air quotes Unicron, whatever that planet thing is. Um this still, this shot's gotta be present day because the arcs there, but um there's two different uh, impact scales, if you want to call it, where there's where, a lot of the newer stuff where you see people interacting with uh, said planet interacting with Earth. It's sort of gentle, hitting the ground, rubbing up against it, whatever else, whereas then there's uh, the exterior shots of Earth. Um, and there, they know, I don't know how they had satellites back in year-old round table days, but
0: just because he's from England it doesn't mean it's all old stuff, okay? Yeah, but if this is supposed to
1: take part in the near future, after Brexit, they don't have access to the satellites anymore. The <laughs> EU has that.
0: <laughs> they don't have nukes either. Yeah. Let, let's talk about this idea that there's a near future in this movie as well because we do tend to assume that Transformers movies sort of take place Roughly in uh, roughly analogous with our own timeline. But, this is um, extreme
1: spoiler warning for those that don't want to
0: know. <laughs> we're talking we're talking about speculation. We don't know if anything's really the case or not. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this this came up and we were talking about this before. We've we've seen scenes in this trailer of planet scale planetary scale destruction, and. I mean, I, I could be talking about this shot here where, like, there's just giant things hanging from the sky, right? Like, th- this this almost looks like it's a really bad Photoshop job. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just because of it looks so unrealistic because you don't know what you're actually looking at. And that's there's someone actually, in the, the prime ship I was here. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's actually a lot going on in this shot. Like, there's... This stuff over on the left being pulled from the ground. There's the stuff in the background, sort of just dragging along. There's the what do we call this? The night ship. Yeah, um, Doe, and then there's the these same. ospreys flying in as well to sort of do battle. And it all looks like it ha- it's happening sort of over a lovely English pasture.
1: Goodbye, Hobbiton.
0: Well, you know, if, you, if you're expecting to get um, if you're expecting to get milk from England, you should probably think again at the moment. But there's. And I think um, so. Again, like the, there's this thing with these giant things hanging from somewhere in orbit, and just some type of core. Maybe, yeah. So, so, some of these shots that we've seen, uh, you can see the the hexagonal designs that we've sort of come to associate with Cybertron, and we were talking about this. This shot's been in every single preview there's a bit more Mark Wahlberg there and there's sort of this fight scene with Prime and Bumblebee and yeah, there's just all this stuff happening, crashing choppers yeah, um, so yeah this, this is, I think we're getting towards the um, what I'm what I'm talking about, like planetary better find,
1: find the photo you're <laughs> after instead of just scrolling because it seems to be randomised
0: <laughs> That uh, yeah, well I said that earlier and you said no, nope, oh, nope, yeah. they're in order, but I'm pretty adamant that they are not in order go back up no, nah, the one was yeah.
1: scraping across the earth. We've seen, we've seen that photo before. though. whatever this thing is, I, scraping I actually, across actually, the
0: planet. I actually think it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty interesting shot to look at with the, 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 you know, the whole idea that this stuff is sort of dragging across a planet. Um, but
1: then there's like numerous cyclones going on the on the the weather pattern as well. So
0: that, that that's that's kind of the thing, right? Like it's. It's kind of unrealistic because it's uh, it's so out of scale with what we know, and I'm still I'm still like clicking around randomly trying to find this stuff. Um, but I, could, I, yeah. I I do find it I, I do find it quite I do find it interesting that they're going to try and paint this level of uh, this level of destruction.
1: Hmm. Well, we'll discuss them before that 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 shot of the. Um... I'll just
0: see that. I, I can't find it now, but oh. yeah.
1: That, um, that shot of a planet with um, multiple pieces of what it is, whatever this is scraping in, at- in atmosphere, and it's massive. Mm. A lot of the parts we've just seen before have been like small sections hitting the ground and kissing it and coming back up, whereas that before is like a massive chunk just diving into the ocean or whatever else. And we thought maybe that, is- that was uh, what the knights and all this fought off back in the day and now it's coming back to finish the job, do it again, whatever else. They repelled awesome. that evil.
0: Now, what, let, let's talk about this shot. I think we should probably move on rather than overanalyzing too much. But this shot Roll here... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how crazy would people go if that's what they're actually called? So this shot here appears to show some Transformers with the... Uh, we're, we're just going to call them the Knights of the Round Table because we don't really, we don't really have any, uh, any other, any better frame of reference.
1: That's the easiest but, way to represent and talk about them, yeah.
0: So what I'm, what I find interesting about this shot is that there is a bit of a, there's a bit of a, an anachronism happening. Like there's these perfectly printed banners with much more modern designs than we're used to seeing. Uh, in, in a lot of these, you know, historical pictures. Also, the Knights of the Round Table appear to be meeting in a, an open open air space.
1: This is a secret
0: league. Yeah, like, I, actually, I actually reckon this is probably a modern-day shot. Did I blow your mind? No, oh,
1: you blew me mind before when you said there's time mm-hmm. travel coming up, and I'm just, yeah... Uh,
0: so okay, so we didn't actually finish that talk about um, planet planet scale destruction. Like, you can't you can't just do planetary scale destruction and move on to the next movie unless you somehow rewind it. Which is why I'm thinking that some of the some of the destruction scenes that we're seeing is something that's going to be reversed somehow, or there'll be there'll be some I don't know there'll, there'll be some weird plot device that they use to get out of it, uh, and they'll. Roll something back, or they'll wind rewind time back until a, to a certain point before things arrived on Earth, and they'll uh, undo the damage. Well,
1: just with that and what you're talking about here, briefly, with uh, all these tapestries and that, that are nicely elegant sewn tapestries, yet you have this crudely painted wheel with a cross in the middle. Um, it could represent singular.
0: Where's the wheel with the itself.
1: That was oh, just it, that one. You,
0: that's not crude. On that that's banner there. printed.
1: There's dribble there at the top. <laughs> there are other shots. It's
0: called. Where that a, it's wheel called is. a ripple.
1: <laughs> okay. Head but, cannon. Head... Jetfire. Mm-hmm. Jetfire said his father was or grandfather was the wheel. I hope we see a baby Jetfire here being protoformed. Mm-hmm. And then well, this. let's talk about Cogman um, Cogman human sized transpor- transformer um, we know we've heard before that uh, he's been assembled by Anthony Hopkins I believe or at least his servant for a long time very steampunky his head doesn't look anywhere he'd like it does in that uh, animated poster we got
0: but, um, oh, look, I think it. I think it sort of does. You can sort of you, you can you can see the sort of its, its spherical nature. Yeah, um, and maybe he's got a mask on. Who knows? One but, thing uh, I really
1: like about it, it really looks like someone's wearing a suit, whether it's yeah, CG yeah, yeah, or not. Man,
0: it's man. It's man in suit. But the other yeah. the other thing, there's two two things about this shot, right? Um. Uh. Actually, no. There's only one thing about this shot because we talked about his head. There's someone following him down the stairs. There probably Anthony Hopkins. It looks uh, like it but there's so cogman there 's rumors saying that he 's a headmaster, and we were talking about this earlier like he can 't um, like he can 't be a headmaster in his human size he might actually be the head for for the transformer he might be a headmaster in that way, and so maybe maybe hmm. he 's the head for a larger bot'll we'll, we 'll see um, possibly possibly
1: they They've come across a bot that was decommissioned or something after that initial war, initial battle that they seized, and uh, Cogman becomes the head of that so they can control that bot. Maybe what it is. Yeah, that's just speculation on my part. I'm, I'm really amping this movie can... up more. I'm going to yeah, be disappointed. I, I, th-
0: I think I think that may that may happen anyway. Um, <laughs> that is the shot that I was looking there at. There it is. Through, yeah. The, uh... It's all, it's, it's just like someone's just dragging stuff across the uh, across the planet.
1: But even the size, like we've in that previous shot, even that little one that's trailing at the back next to a hurricane, we've seen that, little that, ones like Australia. <laughs> we've seen little ones like that just hanging in atmosphere in other shots. where are here. That's 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 there, there goes Fiji. That, yeah. Hawaii, that, you know, this,
0: this is what I'm saying you can't, you can't just make this much damage to Earth and then just sort of go on to the next movie you got to undo it so there, it's, it's, it's got it,
1: to be some exciting incident mm. this, this is an Earth I reckon first five minutes someone prime or Anthony Hopkins even not the first five minutes but when Anthony Hopkins brings the rest of the cast up to speed about what's been going on and he starts retelling the accounts of whatever this is coming before and it's going to come again and it's destroyed worlds, I reckon that's going to be the what we see, like a flash at it, back, Maybe. forward, whatever. Yeah. Um, but we also got the knight or the so-called knights. I've said today, and you brought it before, knights of Unicron there that Prime's fighting, um, more so just so- for the headpieces.
0: So, because they've got horns, it doesn't make them Knights of Unicron. But no, 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 I
1: know. Yeah, that's just fan wanking right there. But um, Someone today suggested this was the Infernicus toy we're getting, even though these don't seem to combine at all. It just seems like
0: random. If, if anything, they do the opposite combating. of combining since Optimus has <laughs> cut their heads off.
1: Well, well, they they can't think on their own. They need to think as one um again as you're
0: saying before more
1: more cybertronian type hexagon hexagon stuff in the background there
0: and and this so this shot was uh this is sort of like the reverse angle of prime cutting their all their heads off this looks like a shot from a video game Uh, it's, it's it's because the the rendering on the character is so perfect uh, like I it looks like it's been produced by a yeah it looks like it's been produced by a video game console, and the other thing um since we are speculating on things uh this is apparently evil prime, so don't know if he's uh, don't know if he's actually cut down a bunch of good guys there or not it's possible and
1: and, and Greenland point. in the background or iceland in the background <laughs> there there's a green black hill sea, in the so background and the black yeah. sea the black it sea like, it looks
0: like all of this takes place in the um the start of prometheus and i love that i
1: love oblivion for it i love the start of prometheus for it if this if this gives me some good good aerials i'll i'll be in love with it too it oh, looks like Contact looks like
0: it looks like that it will but um yeah we'll see uh, the other last piece of news that we'll uh, talk about for movie stuff, there is a there is unsurprisingly a soundtrack announced. It is also unsurprisingly composed once more by Steve Jablonski. Uh, do you listen to the soundtracks, Brad?
1: I have the first three. I do not have uh, the Age of Extinction one because it was a limited run or something, and um, they sold out, and they'll never be found again. I've got a safe search on eBay and never been able to find it. Whether it's, I think, uh, I,
0: I, I think iTunes has enough copies. If you want to buy one,
1: well, I'd have to, I'd have to double check. I haven't checked since the movie coming out, but um, I quite, I
0: quite, I quite, I find I quite like uh, Jablonski's scores. Like, I find music often helps lift a movie in my, in my, not expectation, in my impressions of the film are often lifted if I enjoy the score, and I do, I do enjoy Jablonski's work. So, I'm always happy to collect his, uh, collect his Transformers scores, and they come up occasionally in a, sort of like a random track listing, you know, I'll, I'll put some stuff on and uh, a track will come in. I'll be like, oh, that's, you know, it's off one of the, one of the Transformers because I can't tell which one. They're all, um, they, they all sort of blend into and each other.
1: There's some, there's some fluff there, but across the three, the first three movies at least that I've got, um, there's some really, some really good stuff there. And even if you're not a fan of, Michael Bay's directing the bot designs. Um, I think the score is something that uh, really, really is good because stuff like uh, the Autobot arrival to Earth and that sort of stuff in the first one, um, like it's uh, we bring the fight to them in Dark of the Moon. It's just it's some really good, powerful score work or music work that uh, just boosts boosts what you're seeing on screen. Um,
0: yeah, they're nice motivational pieces to listen to at the gym, right?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> oh, it might be. I oh, don't know if you want to go and punch someone. Maybe.
0: Oh, that's kind of, that's, you know, you, you motivate yourself to, you know, push a little bit further. Um, I rise, you fall. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about uh, Michael Bay's comments that were made during the week. Um, they did prove slight, slightly controversial. There was, a, there was a nice discussion in the, uh, the TCA discussion group. Uh, Bay came out and talked a little bit about the filming and the production process for the last night and dropped a few tidbits for the future. He said that there are, there are 14 plots for future movies coming up, and people have taken that to mean that there's 14 movies Come out, but I don't think that's necessarily true. I think you end up uh, you end up covering multiple plot points in one movie and also you end up assuming that re- someone presented this in the group as that they'd already written the movies. They didn't write the movies. They've got like a one-paragraph description of each plot point that's coming up. So, yeah. Uh, Bay also pointed out, uh, he talks a little bit about the forthcoming Bumblebee movie and revealed that it is aimed at a younger audience, which... It's probably a good thing because, like, the last night looks really dark. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's there's, decapitations. There's planet-level destruction. There's an evil Optimus Prime. You know, like, this looks pretty bad for people. And something that's a little bit younger, a little bit lighter is uh, probably a good thing. We know that the Bumblebee movie is a... Actually, you know what? We we don't know that it's a prequel. We told we're told that it's yeah, set I'm pretty sure in the they said. past. No, no, okay. they they said it's set in the past. It doesn't necessarily make it a prequel. Uh I'm still doing the time travel thing. Set
1: between Age of Extinction and The Last Night. Okay.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. And uh they uh, they've also because it's a prequel, they said that um uh well they didn't say it's a prequel. Sorry, messed that up again. Um, if it's a prequel, then um, it means that they can kill Bumblebee in the last night, mm,
1: and that's what we fought up until this latest trailer. Boo, editors! Um, <laughs> Matthew Paxton brought this up in the group today too about uh, discussing the fourteen. Well, oh, he said the other fourteen Transformers movies, which, as you just said, isn't uh, isn't what's happening. But um, I. Gen- generally, unless, okay, you do have the people that are fully anti-live-action movies, but um, I think a majority of the fandom or the community realise that what, okay, you might not like what's happening, but um, what it's actually doing for Hasbro, putting the extra money in their pockets, you can guarantee we wouldn't have Headmasters back in uh, when Transformers Prime was coming out, and that was coming out, Aaron um, Aaron Kruger? That he head of Hasbro
0: uh, marketing, he's, 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 Aaron Kruger's is one of the writers of the movie. He's nothing to do with Hasbro. Okay, no, it's not
1: him, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, you're, you're, um, talking,
0: you're, you're, talking seven, about, you're talking
1: about Archer. Archer, yeah, was saying mm-hmm. that um, they never do headmasters. Too expensive. Why sell a bot where a kid can lose the head and it'd be useless and everything else? Well, guess what? two and a half, well, two, three movies later. Um, <laughs> two and a half billion dollars. <laughs> Give them the bot if they lose the head. Who cares?
0: Uh, so, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe he's still at Hasbro, is he? No,
1: no. That's the thing. Mm. He left. They made another two billion dollars, and someone else came in and said, "Yeah, let's just do it anyway." But um, uh,
0: maybe oversimplifying eh. the process. But yeah. Oh, let's uh, spe- speaking of uh, speaking of headmasters, let's go look at some target masters and some new Shokara Legends figures so these guys are these guys were revealed this week there's takara's take on cup who is just coming out now uh in hasbro's wave four he's very different he's way way sort of a darker gray which does it match it it matches his uh japanese post-movie cartoon look but I think most of us in the West are really we we expect cup to be a, a sort of a teal or an aqua colour. so I, I do think he 's also got a much much more old timery uh, look to his face, possibly a little bit more in um, I... uh, where is he if I, if I go back far enough there'll be a, if I go back far enough there 'll be no there 's not going to be a, nope, a close up but uh, he almost he almost looks a little bit like the cup of the comics, uh, where he's got this very gaunt face,
1: a lot of bony cheek, like bony structure on the face. Yeah, but they they always
0: um, tried to make cup look older in the cartoon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm drawing a blank on the uh, the Hasbro one now. Uh, the colour's interesting. Um, not so much for the lack of blue, but there's a lot of difference, like a lot of different the, the belt the chest hmm. um the whites the grays the yellows
0: they've also changed his forearm design so he does he does look a lot more like the uh the, the g1 cup with uh, sort of the cuff on his forearm instead of just a sort of a, a straight square robotic version this yeah. guy was also announced the uh the legends version of hot rod and he's got an interesting oh, he's got wow. an interesting bonnet design uh I'd actually, I'd originally thought that that was just a shiny sticker. Is it, or is that actually a transparent part?
1: I got no idea. It looks like you can see skeleton behind it. But surely yeah, not.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks. Oh, it looks yeah, you like can it's see the light. It looks like it's actually slightly there. transparent.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: I don't know what that is. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, and uh, Takara's Sharktoon looks. Pretty amazing. Uh, don't know. Don't know whether he's actually going to come as shiny as that, but uh, sort of you can be a little bit hopeful. He'll come with uh, with a headmaster by the looks of it, or is that just?
1: It looks like so Cycnos. Uh is mohs upside down.
0: Yeah, no. It looks. It looks more like Scourge to me. But uh, the yeah. yeah, yeah. His mustache is upside down. Maybe they're just having a little bit of fun with a little bit of fun with the headmaster design. But yeah, so. That cup,
1: that cup looks way different to the Hasbro one.
0: It does, it does. But if you look at if, if you look at a, a screen cap of the of cup after season three, he really looks practically black and white, practically grey.
1: Yeah, no, and, not colour wise, yeah. sculpt wise. Like it's, um, oh, the- I'm wondering how much how much comic. Yeah, because the oh even the head the. Uh... I'm just no, looking I thought, the I on think, the iPad I think, so I can't share, but I think it's mostly the, head's the head. It's more elongated. It's, it's got a bigger crown and it's got a big It's mostly yeah, the it's head. has got a big diamond on it. Yeah. It's mostly oh, the, the head.
0: And the, the forearms, different. which we already talked about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a there. that's the, there. and of course uh he's got a target master.
1: And more more clear on the window. Mm. Damn you, right, Takara! Anyway,
0: we're, anyway, we're going to go through that. That looks that looks great. I really like this cup design. Uh, I think Mm-mm. I might end up ordering him. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really sold on Hot Rod, uh, and that's mainly because I think the bonnet looks weird. Hmm. And uh, I think they've actually remolded part of his uh, part of his bonnet actually to make the uh, give the slot to attach the Target Master as well.
1: Yeah, it looks like the uh, the lights on the bonnet section are transparent, but then they've just painted the outside. Yeah, yeah, like that,
0: it doesn't, right. yeah,
1: it doesn't continue through. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, so yeah, I, look, I'm I'm not really I'm not really too fussed about Takara's Hot Rod, but uh, I am pretty much for their Cup and. I think I, I. I think unlike unlike almost everyone else, I don't think I need a ton of Sharktacons, so I'm probably not going to get the Nor. But I do think he looks good. If you don't already have one, you should probably make that one of the more definitive ones that you get. Trouble is, I think these figures aren't coming out until August or September as well, so you're going to have mm-hmm. a bit of a wait for them.
1: It's definitely it's definitely a figure worth having because. Um, the previous releases of Sharktacons have been pretty far and few between, but um, <laughs> we've seen we've seen people with boxes of Shark Hasbro Sharktacons. I wonder how many <laughs> are going to go full in for the uh, Takara version.
0: Uh, I don't think I don't think there'll be as many people going for the Takara version with multiples because he'll be more expensive. Uh, I mean, a Legends a Legends figure is twenty bucks. You can you can sometimes find people offloading Sharktacons for ten bucks, but. You know, people will buy you know five or six of them if they're ten or fifteen dollars. But I think if they're twenty, twenty Because don't remember, don't forget they, don't forget they come with a, a headmaster as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to be looking at a little bit more expensive to, I guess, troop build these guys. Yep. Let's move on. We we, we said there's not really that much news this week, so uh, it's it's time to talk about this guy. We um. We do have a masterpiece Megatron on the podcast tonight. Uh, this is this is the guy I've quite I've quite taken to uh, I've I've quite taken to the pose, and yeah, he's <laughs> he's absolutely gorgeous in hand, and all of the all of the complaints that I had during the early reveals of you know weird proportions and stuff—they're all gone. Um, I don't. I don't have a problem with his proportions. All of the issues that are, you know, like oh, his, his chest looks a little bit short. Um, you know, I, I can I can still see why it does. You know, why it might look a little bit short, but I don't care. It doesn't actually detract from the figure. So, uh, yeah, Masterpiece Megatron is here. There's uh, there's been quite there's been quite a lot of, of controversy about him in terms of price and. A little bit, little bit in terms of design, but uh, he's an expensive masterpiece, and he's, you know, he's of he's of the prime calibre. I'm gonna put that down for a bit. Uh, he's of he's of MP10's calibre. He's his equal and opposite, and that figure is often presented as quite an expensive purchase. Um, I think it goes for about two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars. Now, if you're importing this guy, he's probably gonna set you back. About sort of 250, 260 to 300, and it might well make him the most expensive masterpiece ever, actually. But he's loaded up with gimmicks, he comes with tons of accessories, and yeah, I've, I, I rather enjoy him. What, what, what do you, what do you think, Brad? Uh, has, has the price put you off getting that? Oh, no. No, I'm certain
1: his trailer and MP10's trailer share a uh, drink in the bar in the uh, Phantom Zone when they disappear in transformation. But, his trailer? Um, well, you compared to MP10 price. MP10 has trailer and roller and...
0: Fair enough. Joke lost. Joke so lost. I mean, this guy does come with multiple faces. He comes with a That's, lot of different weapons and he also comes with the sniper scope as well. So, like, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's been more a more emotive masterpiece figure. Um, true.
0: Very true, some, actually.
1: Every, every time I see a photo of it, it's almost different. I don't even the old the, the, the smirk and the um, <laughs> yeah there's, there's
0: some of the feasts are there, and of course the um, we 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 know there's a we know there's a movie accurate uh, a movie accurate underpiece there too,
1: which someone replicated <laughs> yeah, no, in the week so- with the uh, Constructicons rebuilding rebuilding him random.
0: Mm-hmm. So oh. I, I gotta, I gotta say, I quite appreciate the ease with which you changed the faces as well. Uh, I, I've got, I've got other figures that you change the faces on, and it's like, get your screwdriver out because you need to undo parts. But this one just oh
1: Ironhide, you get it posed, and on? his face just erupts. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm really quite taken with him. There's been complaints that he's not rendered in the same silver and sh- you know shiny metal that the the G1 toy is. We know that Takara goes for cartoon designs over toy accuracy, so it's not really too much of a surprise. There is there is a slight. I making, making to complaint
1: since <laughs> Ma- I stopped making that complaint since Magnus. <laughs>
0: it's not a, it's not a, it's We're, not a complaint it's just a fact so in terms of in terms yeah. of design and shininess there is actually a slight sparkle or glitter or shine to his paint job that is not really apparent when you look at a lot of photographs of the figure but it, you know under the right light you can you can actually see yeah you know, quite a lot quite a lot of reflective stuff shot through his uh, his paint texture so i quite enjoy it i think there's I, I think I could I could definitely do it the feet being slightly wider, but it is what it is. And yeah, I, I think I think people who have this figure are really enjoying the posability of it because it's like everything everything moves all over the place. He's he's fantastic for posability and Yeah, yeah, he's 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 been he's been quite a welcome addition to my shelves. you know do you know what happened to me the, the day I picked this up? you're arrested (laughs) no 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 just a little little bit sad it's left me with a repair bill it's like it's one out one in Megatron toys, despotron, I kid you not took a tumble off the shelf during the day (gasps) while I was out picking out Megatron and so his arms busted off so I need to I need to get a replacement ratchet to, of some kind to reattach his arm. So, yeah, it seems like I can't have that many Megatrons on display at once because Are you sure,
1: we don't them have, have them? a small soldiers situation going on here where Megatron just kicked him off and said, "This is my, my shelf now." No, um, I,
0: I think what actually happened is that my cat chased a bird in here because there was there was a, <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> uh, so, yeah,
1: cats. Was, so, yeah, um, um, yeah.
0: So one out, one in. Megatron Despertron is awaiting repair and. In his place is the true masterpiece, Masterpiece Megatron, and, and that's, he looks that's fantastic. It. And I'm really happy with him. And I think I think that's actually I think that's actually something that you I think it's actually something that you end up with almost on a universal scale when people are talking about this figure. There's been much said about him. There's a lot of people who aren't very happy about his price. We, of course, have a fairly unique problem with him in Australia, in that we need to. We need to jump through a few hoops in order to import him and own him legally. And there's then there's just some people can't quite abide the design because while Takara does like to go for that G1 cartoon accuracy, there are parts of this guy that are not at all accurate to the cartoon. So,
1: yeah. And like you bring up price. If you, you look at what it's got to do, the engineering involved, um...
0: Yeah, he's got a change a gun something. into a robot. Oh.
1: Even simply, simply the legs, mm-hmm. going from a G one G one, pretty close to the cartoon design leg, into the grip for the gun, the handle. It just it does do it better than what any of the third party companies have done it before. Um, you got the accessory count there. If you're if you're making a Datsun or Soundwave. The engineering is nowhere near what it is in this in this guy.
0: Yeah, I, so I kind of feel like I kind of feel like with uh, figures like Inferno, where they've managed to you know make the make the ladder disappear inside him, and you know with with masterpiece Megatron, I kind of feel like Takara's designers are just sort of they're seeing the, cha- the challenge posed to them by a lot of the third party companies, and they're answering it quite well. And pe- people will tell you people will tell you that you know they're you know they're riddled with you know quality control issues, but uh I think they, they do a better job on a on a larger scale than a lot of yes. these party companies do. And because I because I because I have a busted Despotron, I took a photograph of him uh quite up close and with the brightness up so I could see the damage and uh, send Make Toys a request for a replacement part. And when I was looking at it, I was sort of like, hmm, yeah, you can really you can really be seeing, you can really actually see that despite us despite us putting figures like Despertron and Mitron up on a pedestal and just sort of looking at it and just blurring our eyes a little and going, Yeah, that's G one Megatron, you can see this is really this is really the G one Megatron as Takara would design it and and in fact did. It's not someone coming along going, Oh, I'm gonna have a go at this. And you know there's, there are—you can see where corners are cut on some of the third-party figures, or they don't necessarily have such an eye for the original design. Whereas this, the, whoever whoever designed this at Takara, they uh, they're slavishly accurate to the G1 figure, the, to the cartoon design for the figure. So, anyway, uh, I have owned Masterpiece Megatron for two days, so I don't really I don't really feel like going into that much detail on him, but uh, he's here. I'm really happy with him. Happier than I Press thought I was to be. Press the barrel on his arm.
1: Um, his gun. Yeah. What about you it? The oh, there's, there's
0: a, Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. No. I haven't. I'll just push the button. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I remember. So there's a chicken here somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, no, I need to I need to sort that out. There's probably a tab I need to remove to enable the batteries yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah.
1: To allow the acid to flow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Let the acid <laughs> flow freely. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Masterpiece Megatron, anything you uh, anything you'd like to like to question before we move on? Nah,
1: it looks good and I hope to uh, handle it in Nova in two weeks' time.
0: All right. Sounds good. Upcoming TCCA club events: April twenty second is Adelaide Toy and Comic Fair, and April twenty third is the TCCA Perth Barbecue Meetup. You can find all the details for those meetups at the TCCA website in the upcoming events section, or jump onto the Facebook discussion group.
1: Yeah, not mentioned there. We do have uh, Gold Coast Supernova next weekend as well. So those on the Gold Coast, Brisbane, or uh, in the lower lower Queensland area. Lower
0: Queensland
1: area. <laughs> those uh, not affected by the slot. No, that's because it's in UCF Wales as well. Shit. Yeah. Um,
0: What's up? This has gone well.
1: Those are Gold Coast. Those are Gold Coast. Yeah, are Gold Coast. We, uh, John Ryan's going to be there hosting the table. We've got some uh, members there with him, so call down, say hi. Alright. Uh, yeah. Over on.
0: Okay. Over on. <laughs> uh, I don't okay, we got to go. <laughs> I don't know, but, like, we've we've done a half-hour discussion on the last night. We're not going to redo the upcoming club events three times. No. That's it. It's done. It's dusted. Uh,
1: The world of editing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if it gets edited. Thank you, everyone, for listening. ATW is Australia's weekly Transformers podcast produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You can find the website at transformerscca.com. You'll find links there to the club's Facebook discussion group, the sales group, the YouTube channel, the Twitter account, and, of course this podcast and you can also find the podcast on itunes so please head over there and give us a review the link is on the website and in the show notes and if you are looking directly for the website if you've found this podcast elsewhere then uh, you'll find us at transformersweekly.podbean.com and of course you can find us on TransformersCA.com. thank you for listening everyone and we'll be back next week